So I would like to welcome Soha. Great that you could join us. Good morning. It's so lovely to see you. So we are all gathered here, about 50 people in the hall and quite a big online community and really, really, really appreciate that you could come and join us. And I hand over to you. And then at the end, I will just take on to say the next steps here in Gaia House. Thank you. So, greetings, everyone. So, yeah, it's really um, magical to be here with you all uh, this morning for me. Might not be morning for all of you. So also acknowledging that some of those um, coming in online, maybe in different time zones. And, uh, yeah, I feel really blessed to be able to do this. It's interesting, even after these uh, almost three years of the pandemic and the online advances that we've made, I think this is my first time being <laughs> projected onto the wall of the of the Guy House Meditation Hall. So there's always a new experience waiting for us out there. Um, and this is a, a really lovely one. So I was reflecting on um, what to share uh, with you today and this session um, will be mostly a guided practice but um, I just want to give some um, a reflection before that and then some instructions on the practice that we'll be doing or some suggestions for the practice that we'll be doing. Um, I was reflecting this morning how this time of year, yeah, is a real time of, um, that is inviting us also in nature, particularly if you are, um, if it's winter for you right now, if you're in that part of the globe, it's, it, there's a real invitation to kind of rest, yeah, resource, rejuvenate, yeah, that's what's na- what nature is doing, <laughs> yeah, and we are part of nature, so there's that invitation yeah, and particularly for us here, you know, taking time to be on retreat. Yeah, that's so much of it, yeah, is taking the time to rest, to resource, to rejuvenate and to care for um, the particular body, heart and mind yeah, that nature has uh, given us responsibility for. Sometimes I like to think of our bodies in that way. Yeah. Other than my body, this is, it's nature's body, but I'm responsible for it. My role to look after it, same with with our mind and our heart. And the theme that um, is being explored on this retreat, the theme of dana, theme of uh, giving, um, can be a resource, can be a place of uh, rejuvenation. I'd like to, to share some reflections and to share a practice uh, around this uh, today. So the most accurate or precise um, translation of dana, and, and you may have heard many already by now, <laughs> been on retreat since Wednesday, uh, you probably have heard this one, is giving. Yeah, Dana as giving. Yeah. Um, most commonly translated as generosity, but the precise meaning is giving. And sometimes, you know, when we think about giving, we can see that habitually, 
when we think about giving, there's a giver <laughs> and there's a recipient, right? Immediately there's this division into uh, two parts. And this can be really useful for us, um, but also it can be useful to hold that quite, with quite some lightness, yeah? this idea of giver, giver and receiver. Yeah. And so for me, um, I often find that reflecting on dana more as a participation in a movement of giving and receiving of life is actually more helpful. Yeah. So not just me giving to someone or someone giving to me, but actually it's part of a movement of participation, a movement of giving and receiving, a movement of sharing. And the beautiful thing about having a body, heart and mind, and the beautiful thing about meditation practice is that we can actually tune into that movement of giving and receiving right uh, in this moment. Yeah. So right in this moment, hopefully there's a breath moving through your body. Yeah. Yeah. And so we can just, you know, just as I'm speaking, no need to close the eyes yet, no need to get into a particular posture. We can just feel, ah, right now, with a breath, moving through this body, what happens if I open to acknowledge that as I breathe in, yeah, I'm breathing in oxygen that was breathed out by plants. Yeah? Really simple. <laughs> Just really simple remembering that. Just as I breathe in, doesn't need to be every breath. Yeah? But just having a sense of that breathing in, I'm taking in something yeah? that was kind of generated in the body of plants somewhere. Yeah? And as we breathe out on the, un- on the out breath, just the remembering yeah. that as I'm breathing out this, uh, what we're told is CO2, right? Carbon dioxide. As I'm breathing that out, I'm actually breathing out something that will sustain life. Yeah, will sustain plant life. Yeah. So it will be taken in by plants to nourish their own being. Yeah. And then they breathe out the oxygen and that sustains animal life, including human life. Just feeling that cycle. What happens when we do that? It'll be really interesting, at least for me, hopefully for you as well. Just that, you know, simple breath that's happening in the moment. You can tune in to that cycle of um, giving and receiving. That cycle of sharing, that cycle of participation in life. Really simple. Doesn't even take intention. You know, we can't control it. You know, we can say, okay, now I don't want to give this breath. <laughs> don't want to give it away and try to hold it in. What's going to happen? Not going to be very nice for us, is it? Not going to be very doable. And we just let it out. And so it can be fruitful, interesting. Yeah. And hopefully you're also getting the sense playful, nourishing to just explore this. Yeah. You just open to this really gently, not making a big deal out of it, not getting into a big debate. That's what happens when I see just this movement of breath as a sharing of life. And so this is what I'll be inviting you to engage with in the practice today. 
And we can keep it simple like we did just now. Yeah? Just the sense of as we, as we breathe in, yeah, it doesn't have to be every breath. We have a sense of that, ah, this has come from somewhere. Yeah? This oxygen that I'm breathing in, this breath, it's come from somewhere. And as I breathe out, that's going somewhere. That's going to be of use, yeah? So we can feel ourselves being nourished by that oxygen that's been breathed out by plants. And if you want to get really far out, which I love doing, you know, some of the oxygen that we're breathing is 10,000 years old, yeah? That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, 10,000 years old. Those trees are not alive anymore. And yet here we're benefiting from their gifts. And we're letting that nourish us. We're letting that soothe and resource us. And also in the, in the giving out, also in the out-breath, knowing just this out-breath yeah, is an offering of life, is part of life. And we're being held by that network of life. And hopefully we can feel that resourcing us. We can also bring in intentionality. I'll take it a little bit more, and I'll be guiding the practice, so you don't need to remember all of this. Yeah. We can also have a real sense, as uh, we breathe in, of gratitude, of appreciation. Yeah, it was already kind of woven into what I was saying before. But we really say, ah, gratitude, to receive this breath, yeah, to receive it, and to appreciate it. Yeah. Feeling that gift of life, feeling that interwoven aspect. And as we breathe out, feeling that as a giving, as a movement of dana, as a movement of generosity. Yeah? I'm choosing to offer this breath as an offering. I'm choosing to give this um, energy to life, yeah? to different life forms. I want to acknowledge that the breath um, might not be yeah, your preferred object of meditation. Yeah. It's not everyone's. There may be many reasons for that. It may not be accessible for you. It may not be comfortable for you. It may be possible to do this practice even if it isn't your usual um, object of, of mindfulness or of practice. Yeah. Uh, just having that sense of the breath flowing through, yeah, kind of whole body, and we'll practice that way, may be really helpful with that. But if you feel like, you know, that the, the breath is so inaccessible that it's actually really getting in the way, you can also use sound in a similar way. Yeah. So we can have a sense of receiving the sounds from the environment and just that sense of the receptivity. You know, sound is being created yeah, around us and we're just receiving that. Yeah, we're just receiving that. Um, and uh, on the out-breath, there can be a sense of giving our attention. Yeah, just offering my attention out widely. Yeah, so we're using the sound similarly, a little bit differently. We need to attune it, but there's that movement of the receptivity and then the, the offering uh, with the sound, the offering of attention. So as we practice uh, in this way, we can be interested yeah, to see how does this impact well-being? Yeah. How can I use this to support well-being, to support a sense of nourishment, to support a sense of resource uh, or of soothing, whatever is needed in the, in the heart and mind? Um, we can also be interested in exploring what happens to the sense of self. Yeah? 
And this can be really fruitful for our insight. When I reflect in this way, when I meet the simplicity of the breath or the simplicity of a sound arising in this way, what happens? What happens to the sense of self? And we might notice that it it softens perhaps or it expands or it becomes less boundary. There's less of a sense of, you know, I am here. And everything else is out there, separate from me. So we can uh, perhaps see that dana, generosity, giving, sharing, participation, really invites us to soften and to expand. And to go beyond the habitual habits of our sense of identity, of separateness. Um, And this has... A tremendous impact on our well-being and has tremendous impact on the well-being of others and on the well-being of of this dear planet, beloved planet that we're part of. I often remember as an example of this, a friend of mine sharing with me, um, she suffers um, from periods of depression And she had realized that if she's sensitive enough to notice, yeah, the beginning of that spiraling into a period of of depression, she's sensitive enough to notice that. And then she goes and does something, yeah, that is generous, that is giving, that is kind of takes her out of herself um, and connects her to others. That can often shift that movement. And so I'm saying this with a lot of care, (laughs) like we're all different and we're in different conditions. So it's not like, oh, here's a trick that you can play and it'll work 100% of the time. And if it doesn't work, then you're not doing it right. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. (laughs) I'm just saying, can we see this for this particular person, this particular way, this example, reminding us of a larger picture? be a movement of self-nourishment yeah. yeah and maybe i'll just give a another small example this i, I just heard that this week from another friend um and uh she was um teaching meditation in a prison um, and the first session that she came it was a group of men she's a woman uh in the first session that she came they were asking her a lot of questions and one of the questions was, why are you doing this? Why have you come here to teach us meditation? And then one of, of these men, you know, none of them had had any experience of meditation. He answered on her behalf and listened to his answer. He said, she's doing this because she wants to help us. And as she's helping us, she's helping herself. Yeah, it's very beautiful. Yeah. As she's doing something for us, she's doing something for herself. And again, we get that cycle, yeah? Not separate movements, yeah? Can't really say giver and receiver, yeah? Really, yeah? Because there's a flow and there's an impact. So, let's let's go into the practice, yeah, together. So, um taking the time that you need to settle into 
a posture that's supportive for you. And as we're settling into the posture, we're already meditating. This is not a, <laughs> a kind of a, a step on the way, yeah? because we're bringing interest and we're bringing uh, goodwill. We're wishing kindness into how we're meeting the body. So taking some moments to settle into the posture that you've chosen for this time. Really bringing interest into the body so that you can tune into the body and make any adjustments that you need to make. So that the body is as supported, as stable, as steady as possible. It can be helpful as we do this to have a sense of the sensations of contact between the body and that which supports the body. Seat, the ground, some of those practicing from home or perhaps even in the hall you may be needing to lie down so we can feel the support of the ground that way. And so we're gently, gradually within an atmosphere of kindness and interests and inviting the awareness and the attention into the body. Using the sensations of contact to gather and collect the awareness and the attention in the body. We have that gatheredness, that rootedness in the sensations of contact, feeling the support that's rising up, that's 
holding the body as we sit or lie or stand. And gently letting the awareness widen, expand through the body. Checking in with a balance of uprightness and ease in the body. If you're in an upright position or with the alignment of the back, if you're in a reclining position. Gently expanding the awareness, stretching it, opening it through the whole body. Having a sense of the whole body here. The whole body present and sensitive. An awareness opens, spread through the whole space of the body. And so through the practice, the invitation is to come back to this open awareness. It may get smaller. Just naturally shrink as we practice and we keep opening it to the whole body. If we can, if that's possible for us. And within this wide space of awareness, opening to the movement and the flow of the breathing. We might feel the breath as it flows through the space of awareness. It's one of the benefits of keeping the awareness large. It's a flow of the breathing moving through the space of awareness. As we open to that, gently bringing awareness to that connecting aspect of the breath as we breathe in. Just remembering this breath, this life, this oxygen received 
coming from the bodies, the lives of plants. The out-breath, nourishing plant life. We're just gently remembering that. We don't have to catch every breath. Finding our pace. Breathing in that which is offered to us, shared with us. And breathing out, offering, sharing. And if it's more available and appropriate for you to be using sound, we can do a similar thing with the sound. As sounds arise in the environment, they're bringing into presence the existence of other forms of life or of the world. We're receiving that. We're offering our attention in return. So taking time now in silence to explore this for yourself. Is it helpful to have a wider sense of just the breath flowing through, being breathed? Is it helpful to be more specific, supportive? Being interested also in what is nourishing, what is soothing? and resourcing for you. Might be that tuning in more to the sense of receiving the breath from other beings. Or it might be the sense of offering. It might be just that sense of being part of this network of life that we can rest into without needing to be any particular thing or particular way. So let's explore this for a while.
just gently pausing, noticing what's unfolding in experience in this moment. No need to judge. Whether you find presence or distraction happens when you open to this with gentleness, with curiosity. Ground more fully in the body. It's helpful using the contact areas, contact sensations. And opening, expanding the awareness through the body. Opening to the flow, the movement of the breathing. Or of the hearing. Feeling that sense of connectivity, of participation in life. Resting into the movement of giving and receiving. And if you wish, playing with, exploring what happens when I bring more intentionality. Receiving the sound or receiving the breath with gratitude, with appreciation, with awe. This simple movement, flow of air, weaving together my place in the network of life. What happens when, with the out-breath, we bring in an intentional attitude of sharing, of offering. Offering this out-breath to sustain life. Tuning in to that shared aspect. Giving it away. In the same way, giving the attention to the hearing, through the hearing. Resting into that movement, giving and receiving. Being nourished by the breath, offering nourishment into the world, resting into that large network of life, holding us all, opening to it through the breathing, through the hearing, again and again.
opening more fully to the experience of this moment. There's any well-being available. Can we attune attention to rest more fully in it? Whether it's more attunement to the in-breath or the out-breath, the specific or the wider context of our practice. We're open to any nourishment, any well-being that's available right now. Letting the breath, letting the sound, letting the practice nourish and resource Hold us in care and kindness. Attending with gentleness and care to any contraction, any unease in the being, whether in the body, heart or mind. This too is part of life. And I see it in that way. Can I use this flow of life, this flow of breath to careful, to soothe? And to open. Resting more and more into this network of life known through the breath and through the hearing. Resting into any well-being available through the practice.
Feeling the breath flowing through, connecting. Connecting us to this web of life. And if it's helpful, just opening as we come to the end of the practice. Any sense of well-being that has come through the practice, any fruits, any benefit. And seeing what happens if we offer that too, for the benefit of all. Letting it nourish us and flow on, like the breath, like the water like the heat of our bodies, not limited or bound, but part of this network of life. May the benefit of our practice be shared with all beings everywhere. May our practice together be a momentum of well-being, of resource, of peace to all beings in all directions, including each of us and all of us. Please take your time, no rush with transitioning. Best way to come out of meditation is not to come out all the way. It's a beautiful meditation suggestion from Tanisa Rabik. And if this felt like an interesting practice for you or a beneficial practice for you, please feel free to take it with you. Yeah, You can carry on using it in the Formal practice sessions, yeah, the stillness sessions, you know, whether you're sitting, standing, reclining, you can use it in the walking or the movement practice. And you can also weave it into um, kind of the in-between times, yeah, a very rich and fertile ground, yeah, as we move from one form of practice to another, as we take care of the body. As we do our tasks, whether you're at home or um, at, at Guy House, you know, carrying your plate to the dishwashing, yeah, doing the dishes. Now, what happens if we have a sense of that movement of sharing and of participation yeah, as we do that? It'd be really, really rich. Um, we can open to that with nature, yeah, how much it supports us and impacts us. 
And we can also um, reflect, we kind of touched on it in um, the introduction and in the practice, this mutuality, this nourishing relationship between gratitude and generosity. Very um, fruitful reflection. And sometimes think of them just like the in-breath and the out-breath. Yeah, gratitude and generosity are complementary ways of relating to experience and it can you know be interesting to see when i open to gratitude i feel like i have more and then naturally the giving comes through and as i participate in the sense of sharing actually the possibility to appreciate also uh, grows and even more significantly yeah what i touched on before what happens to the sense of self yeah our sense of identity and identification when these qualities are present and what happens to the availability uh, of well-being in our own hearts and minds and how does that impact uh, others that we meet yeah and it can be really uh, yeah such a profound reflection to to take on and to kind of mull on um through through the day just yeah I love I love that word mull and in Hebrew my um my mother tongue there's a, a word that sounds the same. It's le molil, it's like mull, but it actually literally means to kind of do this with your fingers, to take something like some soil, yeah, and to kind of just feel it really intimately, yeah. Um and so we can do that with our experience. Yeah, we can take different ways of relating to experience. We can take different qualities like gratitude, like generosity, and we can mull on them. Yeah, and we can uh, taste them, feel them, get intimate with them. How does this impact my sense of well-being? How does that impact my sense of self? How does that impact my sense of belonging? Uh, and therefore, how does it impact what I bring forth into the world? Um, yeah. So using any of that or none of that <laughs> uh, in whatever way feels helpful uh, for your practice today. Um, and really remembering, just like we did at the end, whatever we do with our practice today, yeah, that moves forth just like the breath. We can't hold the breath in. We can't hold the fruits of our practice in either. Yeah, They will go out into the world um, and impact those around us. Um, and that can be a very beautiful reflection uh, to take. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.